Welcome back to Men Doing the Work by Alpha Rising, where we share inspiring conversations to help you be a better father, better leader, better husband, and be the man you were meant to be. Welcome back to the show. Today we are digging into module five in the Better Men series, Sharpening the Axe, part one, which is physical health. Part two, next episode, we're going to dig into mental health because uh, these two go very much hand in hand. And But for today, we're going to be talking specifically about physical health, which primarily is what's going in and what's going out of your body, what you are doing with your food, what you are consuming, how much you're hydrating, how much you're sleeping, and how much you're moving, how much exercise you're putting out uh, as you go through the day. So this is very fundamental to pretty much everything. It's a big thing we dig into in all of our in our courses, in our men's groups, in all this kind of stuff, because how you treat your body plays a huge role in how you perform in general in life, how you feel, how you think, uh, your happiness levels. There's so much that comes down to your physical health. If you if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. It doesn't matter how much money you have. If your body isn't keeping up, if you're not able to, to thrive and have freedom of movement, then all the money in the world isn't going to make you happy. <laughs> So this is a big one. It's something that I've spent a lot of my life learning about and researching and experimenting in, and it's, it's a real pleasure to be able to share some of this stuff with, with you listening today and with all of the, the guys that are in our world, with the clients, with people in our groups, all this stuff, because cause it's a big one. And it's one that's really important to have discipline in for yourself if you want to perform at a high level. If you want to feel good, if you want to be able to move and be productive and get shit done and make money and be present for your family, be able to have fun and play with your kids, uh, this having your health dialed in is very, very critical for all of this. So the fundamentals we're going to dig into today, as I said, the main pieces are diet and exercise. These are the two biggest pillars of this whole thing. And you know, that we could spend hours and hours and hours talking about this, but for today, we're going to go into the basics of this, and I'm going to give you a simple exercise that you can do to start dialing this in for yourself. So let's start with diet. This is a big one. This is something that everyone and their dog seems to have an opinion on what works well and what you should be doing in this realm. Personally, the biggest piece that kind of ties everything together for me is the diet that you can stick to is the diet that you should use. <laughs> and, you know, the, the best diet in the world, if you can only keep it up for a week before you crash and go back to eating all your junk shit is not going to be very helpful. Uh, the, the main idea is having something that is sustainable that you can continue over the long term, because if you want to feel better, if you want to look better, if you want to move better, you got to be, it has to be a lifestyle. It's not just diet for a week so you can lose a couple pounds to look better on the beach on your vacation. This is about setting up a way of living your life, a way of eating for the long term that you can sustain. So there's a few big ones. Uh, obviously, cutting out some of the big main things that are kind of not no-nos, but just aren't, like not that they're not allowed, but just that you want to limit a bunch if you want to feel good and move well. The the big ones to eliminate for me, alcohol is huge, 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 huge for both physical and mental health. Uh, again, not that I never drink, but I'm like a 
maybe one to two drinks a month kind of guy. So every once in a while, I'll have one, a glass of wine at a, at a social event or, you know, a huge week that's followed up by a beer, watching sunset with my wife, uh, something like that, where as opposed to a regular thing that you're just using it to like take the edge off or to help you deal with the stress of your life. I, I talk to a lot of guys that are in this boat and if you're having, if you're needing to take the edge off, every day, then you should probably look at where that edge is, you know, where that edge, uh, so to speak, is coming from and what, what the underlying stress pieces are and deal with those as opposed to just masking it with alcohol. Because when you consume alcohol regularly, it, it messes with you. It harms your system and it makes, it adds more stress actually to your body and to your mind, which kind of perpetuates the cycle. So cutting out alcohol is a big one. The other ones, sugar is a big one refined, pretty much anything, uh, refined flours, wheats, starches, uh, things that are just anything that's white and fluffy is probably a good thing to cut out. <laughs> uh, so just taking out some of these excessive, not useful things out of your diet is a good place to start. If you know, for so many people, if you just cut out drinking pop and, <laughs> and like the simple things like that, cut out refined sugar out of your diet, that in itself will make a huge difference. Um, if you're already at that level and you want to refine a little more and get a little more tight on things, personally, what I like to use as far as a diet is essentially it's kind of a ish version of the caveman diet combined with a keto diet. So I try to eat mostly fruits, veggies, nuts, and meat, uh, and more fat, less carbs, uh, and and that's about it. It's, it's not super complicated. You can still eat well when you have a lot of fat in your diet. You can still make things taste delicious, and if you're good at cooking, uh, which you can get good at cooking if you just practice, uh, as I have over the years, you can make really delicious food that's also good for you. Uh, again, the, the keys are just staying away from all the bullshit cutting out the junk food, cutting out any sort of pre-made, refined, processed foods, staying away from fried foods, staying away from all the excess junk that we've invented in the last hundred years, essentially, and go back to how we used to eat as a caveman. That's where the, the idea of the caveman diet comes from. It's just eating what was available before we had all the modern farming practices and refineries and food science and all the, the crazy bullshit that's been created to, to kind of uh, satisfy us in, the, in, in our novelty-seeking ways in the present. So that's, that's the basics for diet. I don't go too complicated. I'm not super hardcore strict on anything specifically that I do have a drink or two once a month. I do have a piece of chocolate every once in a while. I do let myself live and I'm pretty tight on everything as well. So I don't go to excess on any of that stuff. It's like a little bit once in a while if I feel the need or if I'm at dinner, like if I'm being social with friends, uh, I'm also a believer that being part of the group, especially at a big thing like a dinner or whatever, as opposed to being the guy that's like choosing to become an outcast in those environments is, you know, you're doing more harm than good sometimes by choosing to like be super duper strict and, you know, make everybody else wrong for eating a big turkey dinner or something like that. Uh, so 
that's that's the basics of my diet approach personally i also do intermittent fasting so i don't eat first thing in the morning i usually do like a bulletproof tea of some sort which essentially is just a mate tea with some fat added in for, for me usually coconut oil and maybe a little butter and then whatever else i feel like adding in either cinnamon or maca or sometimes hemp hearts like sometimes a little bit of extra stuff but primarily just some type of tea with with some fat without any sugar or carbohydrates early in the morning so that I don't, you know, this is a whole thing if you want to start researching and looking into the Bulletproof diet and this idea of consuming some fat uh, early in the morning without any extra carbohydrates. It doesn't mess with your metabolism. It can keep you in a fasted state a little longer and kind of keeps you uh, not crazy as well early in the morning, which is good. Uh, And then I stop eating pretty early. So most people do an intermittent diet or intermittent fasting by delaying their first meal until like noon or beyond and then just eat normally the rest of the day. I take a bit of an opposite approach where I have that bulletproof coffee in the morning, but I have my first meal around like eight or nine usually, but then I stop eating very early. Personally, I don't, I try not to, again, for the majority of the time, I don't eat beyond about 3 p.m. actually. I stop eating very early because I find... Well, personally, I'm actually in a phase of trying to lose weight. The normal for me is just not eating after sunset as a way, which down here in Costa Rica is about 5.30 every day. It stays consistent through the year, so it makes it easy. Uh, And again, because I like to have a big window after I finish eating before I go to bed because it takes your body a good solid four to five hours to really process all the food, to digest, to get into a state where you're actually ready to rest and to to heal and to restore your body. Uh, if you eat too close to bedtime, it's going to mess with your sleep and make it lower quality, make it harder to fall asleep, and then you're not getting the rest that you're trying to when you go to sleep because that's why we sleep in the first place. So that's, that's the general approach on my diet. Uh, I'm happy to go into more detail in, in our groups, in our containers, if it's something you want to dig into, uh, you know, get involved, join in. Well, it's a big thing that we can talk about because it's also, it's what, as I said at the beginning, it's whatever you can stick to. If, you know, there's no sense going crazy extreme on the diet for a couple weeks and then falling off the wagon and going back to what you did before. Making slow, steady changes that you can sustain and continuing to refine over time and make it better is the approach that I'd recommend for most people. Like I said, sometimes it's just starting with cutting out sodas and Coke and excess sugar. And then, you know, you'll notice that you feel better. So then you start refining a little more. You start changing up the things you eat. You start cooking more. You start just taking more control of your diet because then you get to take more control of how you're feeling and how you're showing up. So this is this is a big one. It's a huge conversation, way bigger than I can you know, there's entire podcasts and shows and people and there's all sorts of resources out there. That is my personal approach. And what I recommend for all my clients is finding what's sustainable that's going to take you to the body and the feeling that you want to have in the long term. That's that's the main piece. Exercise is the other piece of the equation, obviously, Uh, what goes in and what goes out. Again, Find what works for you. What can you do regularly? How can you move your body every day in ways that make you feel good? I personally love 
going to the gym. I love surfing. I, I love walking my dog, going for trail runs and things like that. So I tend to do, that's my usual, the things that are in my world as far as exercise for the most part. I like to have a mix of some cardio and some strength training. But again, it's not, strength training is definitely one of the things that if you're going to do anything, then have it in there, that and walking. Because when you're building your muscles, you're, you're accessing different states of being, you're, you feel a lot different when you're training your body. Plus, if you can grow your muscle mass over time, then it's going to boost your metabolism. It's also increased muscle mass is one of the main indicators for longevity as well. So it's, it's one of those things that if you're going to do anything, then go to the gym. Uh, if you're only going to do one thing, but if you can do some gym, do some strength training, even a couple of days a week of that, plus some walking and some light cardio here and there so that you're moving your body every day in some way, that's, that's the ideal. As I said, personally, I do a lot. Uh, I surf five or six days a week. I go to the gym five or six days a week as well. And I just, I have a very high standard for my level of movement. <laughs> and uh, again, because when I move a lot, I find my body, it just feels a lot better. I'm also more able to focus. I'm better able to sit down and get things done when it's time to work. And and I like feeling good. And when I move a lot, I feel good. So, so that's the general on that. Again, the key is find what works for you. What can you do sustainably over the long term? Not what can I do for a month to kill myself and lose five pounds, but what kind of lifestyle can I set up that I can maintain that over the course of a few years is going to slowly move me in the direction of where I want to be. That's the key. It's not about changing one thing for a short time. It's about changing your lifestyle so that your lifestyle is in line with how you want to look, how you want to feel, you know, the, the, the way that your body works in general. Uh, and, and that's got to be a permanent change over time. So, and you don't have to do it all at once. As I said before, you can do a little tweak now, get used to it, tweak again, get used to it, you know, keep bumping up your life and your habits a little bit at a time and allow yourself time to adjust to that before just trying to like instantly go from eating junk food and being on the couch 24 seven to like going to the gym five days a week and eating one meal a day and doing all the extreme things because that's not going to be sustainable. You're, you're probably going to not last very long and then you're going to feel shitty about yourself versus if you make a small tweak, get used to it, make another small tweak, get used to it and slowly over time, just refine and refine and refine to the point where you're looking good. You're feeling good. You're consistently working out every day. You're eating good food every day. That's going to be a lot more sustainable in the long run. So that's my two cents on that. The other big piece that ties into this is sleep, of course, because that's where we rest. That's where we restore. And we talked about this a little bit already, but sleep is a big one that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, and tracking is a good way to make sure you are sleeping enough. You know, you can get an aura ring, you can get a whoop watch, you can even use a free app uh, like Sleep Cycle, where you can just track loosely the amount of sleep you're getting and if you're using one of the ones that actually like an aura or a whoop that measures your hrv and your heart rate and things like that you can see the effects over time you can see when you start to get burned out you can see when you've been pushing yourself too hard or when you have the opposite when you haven't been pushing yourself enough so these are all ways of fine-tuning uh, and this idea of tracking is also what I would recommend for you to bring in to dial in your diet and your exercise as well if you want to 
make progress in this tracking is key uh we can't we can't get better at things we don't measure uh, and you know you see when you track personally again i track i have a whole spreadsheet that i track whether i'm sticking to my diet what time i'm waking up you know if i'm going to the gym if i'm how many times i'm surfing how many as well as some business things uh how many how many how much i'm creating how much i'm putting out into the world how much outreach i'm doing I track all the things that I want to get better at and the things that I want to have dialed in that make a difference to my performance and my happiness and my overall feeling good. So I would I would challenge you to take that on yourself as well. Just create a simple spreadsheet and start tracking the things that matter to you, whether that's your diet or exercise or all of the things. And as I said before as well, I'm a big fan of having a set wake up time, uh, at least Monday to Friday, if you want to carry it over the weekends too, even better, where you know that you're doing the mornings well. You're starting the morning at the same time, you have your morning routine, you have some exercise early, so you get your blood flowing, you get your mind tuned up, and then the whole day becomes that much. It's more consistent and it's more, you're more, you're better able to make sure that you're gonna feel good and you're gonna keep on a good train. If you get up and start looking at your phone and just get sucked into some rabbit hole of social media bullshit or emails, then you get into firefighter mode and it, it becomes harder to then snap out of that later on and get back on a good train. So starting your days with all the things that are important to you is, is pretty key. That's how I like to do it. I found it works best for me. You know, again, find what works best for you. Experiment and see and pay attention to your results. That's the key. So find out what you can do, keep experimenting and keep refining so that you get to the place where everything is just working well, your body's working well, you feel good in your body, you're able to move, you're able to play, you're able to enjoy doing things with your body. That's the goal because you know, no matter how much money you make, it doesn't matter if you can't enjoy actually doing things other than sitting and eating more. <laughs> so that's the basics. Uh, again, this is a huge topic that we could spend all day talking about, and there's tons of different opinions out there. I've given you my, my two cents on this. So track your progress, find out what's sustainable for you that you can get better at over time and just start making progress. Again, as always, progress is better than perfection. So that's the the overview that's the simple things if you want to dive into this more if you want to get some support refining your own stuff we have our accountability group and our group program for uh, coming up in january if you want to get involved in either of those reach out if you want some more like fine-tuned high level support if you want more like digging in personally to all your stuff i also still have a couple spots open in my one-on-ones so reach out if you'd like to learn more about this but also, lead yourself. Take this information, start making progress, find someone to keep you accountability. If not, if you don't want to spend money and you don't want to join an accountability container like the one we have, just find someone in your life that you can talk to about this stuff that you can like become a gym buddy with or keep you on track. Some level of accountability is going to be really helpful in you maintaining your progress and, and hitting your goals and starting to change things. So that is all I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Next episode, we're going to dig into mental health, which goes super hand in hand with all this stuff and is very important for having you show up and perform at a high level. 
that's what this is all about so that you can build the life that you want to so you can show up better for your families and and your businesses and and all that kind of stuff so again thank you so much for listening and watching and we will see you next time on men doing the work